today on Italian radio show. Our annual pizza review. Today, we start part one of a two-part series on the most popular food in the world, pizza. Coming right up on Italian radio show. And welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show here out of the lovely Palm Springs area with KMET 1490 AM or 98.1 FM, an affiliate of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. My name is Tony Lestella. I'm your host. And I have the lovely Marzia Caputo from Vincenzi, Italia. Marzia, so good to see you. Ciao a tutti. Ciao, Tony. Folks, you can listen to us live, of course, if you're anywhere down here in the Southern California area on KMET. Or you might be picking up our signal from one of our affiliate stations across the United States. You can even stream our show live by going to our website. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz. And there's a little link at the top of the page you click on there. It goes right to our show page here at KMET. And every Monday at 4 o'clock Pacific time, you can stream us live or you can listen to us 24-7 in archives. Because as soon as we're done with today's show, it goes right up into our archives. You take the same link there at the top of our page, go to our show page at KMET, click there, take it to our podcast. We have seven years of podcasts. All of our great shows, and every week we add the new show that we to our podcast there. So uh, share with your friends, share with your family. I got to tell you, uh, we have uh, some a great show for you today. Um, you know, this is kind of our show where we are uh, talking about Italian pizza. It's going to be one of two shows on the subject of pizza. We do every year our annual pizza shows, and it's such a popular topic, you can't just do it in one show. So today's show is going to be really about the uh, pizza from Italy compared to the pizza in New York. We're going to have kind of some fun with that with a special guest as we move forward in the broadcast. But right now, we start our show like we do every week with some great Italian news stories for you. I got one here, Marzia, and you know, like they say, uh, When it comes to uh, uh, Italian news, sometimes the facts are more interesting than the fiction. So this story comes to us from a, 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 an online source called Euronews.culture, okay? And uh, it's a relatively uh, new article that came out, uh, just, um, came out just earlier this month uh, in uh, the 18th of, uh, of January. Uh, with an uh, associate press, yeah. and it's about tourist truck. In, uh, uh, it, it says tourist tuck in across Italy as chefs uh, celebrate the patron saint of pizzaioli. 
Okay, now pizzaioli is like, that's the profession in Italy of making pizzas. It's a very, very uh, well-respected profession there, just like you would have a guy here who's a brain surgeon. If you're in, in Italy, pizzaiola, that's one of the most respected yeah. uh, things in the, in the country. Am I, am I correct? No, you're right. That's what I was talking. I was saying it's a high rank. It's like saying high rank, high for rank. Free, a chef for a um, different type of kitchen, but pizzaiolo is the name for the chef of who make the pizza. It's a pizzaiolo. Well, apparently pizza chefs in Rome and other parts of Italy were busy last Monday in uh, making Italy's most famous food pizza as they celebrated St. Antonio Abate. I know we know John Abate. So I'm going to have to talk to John Abate, see if there's any relationship. St. Antonio Abate, Mm -hmm. or it's called St. Anthony the Abbot. He was the patron saint of the pizzaioli, okay? Um, And so I guess they're doing this all over the country now. You know, they have all the special pizza. They're showing big demonstrations to all the tourists and the four different phases there are to making and baking authentic pizza. And, of course, you know, Throughout Italy, it's the authentic pizza from Napoli, uh, right. which is, when Seco says it's world famous, it is one of the signature authentic dishes traditional to the country of Italy, right? Right. Yes, it is. I believe it 100%. So basically, this guy named Francesco Fiore, he's yeah. a pizza chef at, at a place called Da, uh, da Baffetto, which Buffet. is a very famous pizzeria in the center of Rome. And, uh, you know, he's kind of uh, in the main uh, highlights here of the whole, this whole pizza celebration uh, where they're talking about, you know, all the different ways you can make pizza and everything. Um, and they're even doing some controversial things just to be amusing for the tourists. Uh, for instance, he's doing a thing where he's putting pineapple and ham, better known as the Hawaiian pizza, uh, created actually in California, uh, mm-hmm. um, just pizza, just to be funny, to make a joke of it all. But, of course, that's not typically how they make pizzas there. But they're doing this just for fun and for sport. Uh, they say they got a lot of Americans from California visiting Rome or asking about it. So, what, you know, what are you going to do, right? So, Well, like I said, they have to take happy all the clients. So That's true. That's, but apparently these happy. Californians never heard the phrase. When in Rome, do like the Romans, you know? <laughs> the Roman way, huh? <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, let's just move on here. Um, you know, speaking of pizza news, this is another news story that we got. This came to us, uh, again, a very close, just the day before, uh, last Sunday, the 17th. It came to us from um, the local, which is, you know, the Italian newspaper throughout Italy. And the, uh, hi- the headline reads, eight Surprising pizza facts in honor of Italy's most beloved dish. Okay? So now, Bart, I'm going to tell you what these pizza facts are. And you can tell me, since this is uh, your country, if this uh, is uh, is true. Okay? So uh, let me just kind of go down the list here and see where we kind of start here. Okay? The first pizza fact says this comes from... Um, this comes from Napoli, okay? So one of the things that they're saying is is a pizza in Italy, as, as you know, throughout Italy, really comes from Napoli. Wherever you are in Italy, they really are making Neapolitan-style pizza. So is that correct? 
Yes, yes. If it, there's some place that make a little bit different, little thicker, some style, but majority of the time, we love the Neapolitan pizza. We do. So that's really the standard throughout Italy now, okay? Um, okay, so now they say the margarita pizza, which is, of course, you know, your basic pizza with your, uh, your, your, your tomato paste, your mozzarella cheese, your basil, is named after an Italian queen. It was actually cooked for it says Queen Consort Margarita of Savoy by Neapolitan pizza maker Raffaele Esposito. I have Espositos in my family. I don't know if we're related. i got to find out. Uh, in 1889 when she visited Naples. That is true. I heard the same story when I was little. All right. So there you go. Yes. So the next fact is they say that Italian pizza has been to space. It says uh, the first pizza to ever exit the Earth's uh, atmosphere and going to orbit was uh, taken to the International Space Station in 2001. Um, and this is a pizza, authentic pizza from uh, Naples. Since then, they've had other people have had other pizza on the space station, but that was the first one. So I don't know. Have you heard about that? And I don't know. I cannot help you. <laughs> I have no clue. Well, the next thing is, and this is something we'll cover as we go forward in the show today, there are strict rules governing what really counts, what you can really call authentic Italian or Neapolitan pizza. So you can't just loosely use that title. They even have really an association called uh, Associazione Verace Pizza Napoleon, the True Neapolitan Pizza Association, which really goes around the world and polices us to make sure that uh, through, we're working with UNESCO, which yes, is the World yeah. Heritage uh, uh, status, that nobody calls it their pizza Neapolitan if it's not truly Neapolitan pizza, okay? Okay. Okay, it, it gave its name to the pizza effect, okay? So it may surprise people that for many hundreds of years, because pizza, uh, you're, as you're going to find out uh, uh, later in our program, came into being in Italy back in the nine. Uh, the ninth century, okay, but pizza was not popular in any place except Naples for many hundreds of years. That's where it was popular. And then, you know, in the early 20th century, uh, the state, the soldier station in Naples, they had American soldier station there. They started to take pizza with them back uh, to the United States, and they kind of caught on uh, throughout Italy, the United States, and then other pizza, okay. A couple of last things we're going to just wind up with here. The world's largest pizza ever made was made in Rome. This was made, um, it said there were five Italians who were kind of made this pizza together. It was 1,261 meters big. Um, so it was, um, the, it, you know, just a big, huge round pizza. However, the longest pizza made, which was 1,900 meters, was in Fontana, California. And last but not least, can you tell me uh, where the lar- well, what country in the world, Marcy, has the largest consumer of pizza? Well, I think uh, all world. <laughs> what is the country that has the lar- uh, that eats the most pizza? America. America. There you go. Oh. Sixty million Italians, you know, uh, eat pizza. But here in this country, we have three hundred and thirty million Americans who eat pizza. So there you have it, folks, your news segment for this week's show. Don't go away. We're going to be right back with a whole lot more about pizza and just a great show coming right up 
after this quick commercial break. Why not use your mentality? Step up, wake up to reality. But each time I do, just the thought of you makes me stop. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Mamma mia, tutta bella pizza is fantastic. Joe Fuggero, their owner, is here to tell us more. Yes, authentic pizza from Napoli with seven convenient locations across Puget Sound. Plus grab-and-go products at UFC Costco and Fred Meyer. That's right, Tony, absolutely. From our kitchen to yours, take-and-bake pizzas, fresh grab-and-go salads, tiramisu, and just this week we've added two great new jarred sauces, rustic marinara and traditional bolognese. Learn more today at tutabella.com. This is Tony Lastella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers! 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Italian Radio Show. Now it's time from my favorite part of the show, the food segment. I mean, Marcia, come on. We're Italian. We love to eat, right? And my favorite food ever since I was a little kid. I mean, I love spaghetti and meatballs. I love lasagna. I like all the Italian dishes. But my absolute favorite food in the world is good pizza. So, you know, we're going to be doing a couple of shows here. This week's show, we're going to talk about Neapolitan pizza right from Italy, and there's no one that I can think of who would be a better person to tell us about this than our dear Chef Marco from Tutabella. Chef Marco, tell us about Neapolitan pizza. Why is it so damn good? Well, Neapolitan, first of all, ciao, everybody. The Neapolitan pizza, it's uh, the best pizza that you can find around. So uh, nice Thin crust that you can taste the ingredients around on top, fresh mozzarella, the nice tomato for the Mont Vesuvio, and everything comes together 
in uh, this beautiful symphony. That's the way I see it, because uh, you are not overloaded with the sauce or with the ingredients or, or with, the, with the dough. And then the Neapolitan style, it's a nice and fluffy. You don't feel the yeast anymore, because now the yeast, it's gone. You know, that's what I noticed about it. When I eat the pizza, it doesn't make me feel bloated and stuff. I mean, it's it's like, it's almost like having a light stack. It's really good, you know? And then you can get for the second one or even another extra slice. I mean, it is a a pizza, honey. It's the food that put everybody in the same page. If I want to have this one or have that one, as soon as you drop the name pizza, everybody goes, okay. I, I, I'm on it. I'm down for pizza. You right, know, and yeah. The, the, the way they, 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 they eat the pizza in Naples, the alibretto by the book. So basically you grab your pizza and then you fold it in, quart, in quarter and then you eat them like that. You can eat them just walking down the street. That's yeah, why yeah. It's, a, it's the perfect food. You don't need to, you just need to have five minutes and then you, you, you are the happiest you can be. Well, now <laughs> I know, I know that, that the, actually Neapolitan pizza is now established uh, worldwide is a yeah. real like part of the Italian culture. Uh, you know, it's, it, it has a certain uh, international standing. And in order for you to do that pizza, like at Tutabella, for instance, you guys actually are one of the few places outside of Italy that has been certified by the Italian government, by this national, this international um, organization where you do authentic Neapolitan pizza. So what, why is it so difficult for other places to duplicate that? What makes it something that's so special? Well, it takes commitment. It takes no shortcuts. So you are, you have some standard that you need to stay into. You know, the flour that you use has to be a certain flour. The oven that you cook at the floor of the oven has to be a certain thickness. It has to be at least five inches. Uh-huh. So retain the heat. The oven has to be a, a uh, the right shape, this uh, belt shape, so the heat is kind of distributed correctly when you cook the pizza. It just stay there for like 60, 90 seconds, and then you come out. All those specifications, they are uh, guaranteed by the VPN. And then uh, you know that when you see that uh, diploma on the wall, you know that pizzeria is doing the right things. We, just, mm-hmm. we, we're not using a different mozzarella uh, that that's just fresh mozzarella has to have a, a percentage of uh, humidity on it because you don't want to make your pizza too wet. So there's a lot of things that goes into that. We, it, it's a commitment. It's a that commitment of, of, uh, of, of this great, great dish. Well, folks, I got to tell you, that's your food segment for, for the day. And if you are up in the Pacific Northwest, the Puget Sound area, you got to check out Tutabella because let me tell you what, they are authentic. They got authentic Neapolitan pizza. They got multiple locations all around Puget Sound. Check them out, and you're going to have the best pizza from Naples that you can get anywhere on the West Coast. And this great segment is brought to us by our wonderful sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka out of Austin, Texas. For your next great event, make sure you make Tito's a part of it. So now, you know, Chef Marco, since we're talking about Neapolitan pizza, I thought it would be fun to do some Neapolitan phrases for our Italian phrases here. What we're going to do is I'm going to have you say them uh, with you know, the Neapolitan dialect, and then we'll see if Marcy can get them, and I'll read them in, 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 in English, okay? So what's our first one? Okay, I go. Okay, 
Allora, dovrebbe essere eh, letto stretto, devi dormire in mezzo. È esatto. giusto? Yes. Oh. All right, all right, all right. So it means in a little bed you must sleep in the middle. Uh, yeah. It's something about the art of arranging the Neapolitan people uh, to be in some type of a solidarity when they're in the neighborhoods together, right? Like, live peacefully, I guess is what they mean, right? Arrangiarsi. There you go. All right. All right. So what's the next one? Okay, I'm just going to go with that. A pala e a mori, kind of cute possible. Okay, Marcia, can you do that for us in Italian? All right. A pavaro è no idea. But a morire... Sì. È meglio più tardi possibile, però a pavare, a pavare. A pagare, to pay oh. and to die. So ah. what it means is there's always time, time to pay and to die. No. It sounds like the IRS to me. Okay? All right, you know, okay, you, you know. Like they say, yeah. Pagare e morire più tardi. Two things you could depend upon in life, death and taxes, right? There you go. All right, All right let's do another one. Okay, and the, 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 actually, the, this one here yeah, is perfect. What would you talk about? A ca nishune face. I don't know about Tony, but I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. But nessuno fesso, nessuno stupido. Okay, so it means no one here is stupid. Obviously, you don't travel in the same circles that I do. So, <laughs> all right, let's do the next. Okay, I like one that uh, my dad used to uh, always say to me because uh, he wanted eh. to kind of alava capo ciuccio se perde acqua e sapone. Mamma mia. All right, let's do it again. Say it one more time. I like it. Alava capo ciuccio se perde acqua e sapone. All right, Marzi, can you do that for us in Italian? Alavare la testa. E il ciuccio si perde l'acqua e sapore. Ciuccio. Tutto il mulo, l'asino. Ok, ho sbagliato quella. Which means trying to wash the donkey's head brings to waste water and soap. Which I guess means if you're trying to talk to someone who is an ignorant, stubborn person, um, you know, you got your work cut out for you. It's just yeah, not yeah. something that happens easily, right? As I say, my, my, my dad used to talk to me because, you know, growing up, obviously... Sometimes I didn't really follow it, but I say, Marco, there you go, folks, your Italian phrases of the day with our dear chef Marco from Tutabella. And we thank Tutabella for being our sponsor of this segment of our show, Italian Phrases. Remember, folks, if you are up in the northwest in the Puget Sound area, make sure you check out the Tutabella locations there because they got the best Neapolitan pizza around that you're going to find. Truly authentic, certified from Italy. Thanks so much, Chef Marco. Grazie, grazie. So, Marci, you know, I thought since today's show is all about pizza, mm-hmm. uh, we need to do a special song. And you came through in flying colors because, you know, we're talking about Neapolitan pizza, you know, versus New York pizza. So you found a guy here. His name is Pino Dan- Daniele, right? Pino Daniele, yes. Pino Daniele. Um, he was born in 1955. He, he died very young, actually, in mm-hmm. 2015. I guess he had a massive heart attack, uh, right. which, you know, is too bad. Um, but it sounds like he was 
quite a, an established Italian pop artist. He played guitar. Oh. He's really famous because he's from Napoli, but he sings a lot of songs in a dialect of Napoli. And uh, young people love him because he makes fun, a really fun song. Really yeah, fun. yeah, he did a lot of parodies, Italian parodies. And he also <laughs> worked with actually quite a few popular um, American rock and roll and jazz and, uh, and you know, and, and blues artists here. Interestingly, right. I'm re- as I have read his, uh, his uh, biography here, he had some affiliation with a guy named Tony Esposito, um, mm-hmm. who, who I guess played one of his. So I have a cousin named Tony Esposito. Guy, <laughs> so now we're into one of his songs. He did a song called uh, "I Made a Pizza" or you know, uh, the, the, the pizza make. Well, how would you translate that? Well, there's a fucking a pizza. Make your home. Uh, make the pizza. Have a pizza. That's what it means. Uh, have a pizza. So get fatter. Fatene me pizza, right? Right, fatene pizza. Fatene pizza. It's a giant, they're right. <laughs> and so I went ahead and I Googled right. uh, the, the, the translation to this. Mm-hmm. And basically the gist of the song is that pizza is supposed to essentially uh, cure all the problems of the world. No matter what your problem is, no matter where you are in the world, whether you're having problems with politics whether you're having problems with crime, whether you're having problems with your diet, whatever you're having the problems with, that as long as you turn to pizza, you're going to be happy. And if the whole world will turn to pizza, we wouldn't have any more problems. So um, there you go. We're going to play this song for you. It is in Italian, so I know a lot of our listeners uh, will not probably understand it, but you kind of get the gist of it. And in uh, the last line of the song, which i got to read before we play this clip, is... Uh, Another thing that the world does not need is to become a big toilet. So if you eat enough pizza, you can avoid that stupidity, and everybody will be happy, and you can lick your fingers. There you go. So here you go. The pizza song, to make a pizza or making a pizza or a pizza made, however you want to translate it, by Pino Daniele. Very good.
I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you authentic pizza from napoli right here in the northwest with multiple occasions of puget sound puna bella provides real neapolitan pizza plus the grab and go products at qfc costco and fred meyer take and bake pizzas grab and go salads pastas sauces tiramisu i hear you could even add them to your smith brothers farms order Tutta bella, the real deal for authentic Napolitan pizza and Italian food. Go to the website today to learn more at tutabella.com. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. We're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the West Coast Italian Radio here on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network out of KMET Palm Springs. I'm Tony Listella, your host with the lovely Marcia Caputo, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. And we got two great guests today from Tutabella, which is a just this gem. This pizza gem, this Italian restaurant gem, up in all places, the Pacific Northwest. We have the owner, who is Joe, no, Fugere. I, I know I say Joe Fugere, but I know it's a, that, that you're okay. half Italian, half French. Yeah. So how, how do you say your, your last name, Joe? It, that my, my last name is French, Fugere. My Fugere. grandmother. Joe Fugere. But, of course, I lovingly always refer to you as Joe Fugere. And, and <laughs> Fugere, Tony, right? you're, you're welcome to do that. And Marco Nocco from Monopoly, the head, the head, uh, chef there for the entire uh, restaurant chain. So let's get right into this. Um, Joe, this is an, an amazing thing you got going up there. Um, tell us a little bit about your background. I know you say you're half French, you're half Italian and you know how you, how you grew up and then how you got into the pizza business. Yeah. I like to say that, um, that I was inspired by my grandmother and Google to get into the pizza business because I, uh, I was working in a, a really great job for a really great company and I was going through my midlife crisis and I won't bore you with all those details because we all go through that. Yeah. On yeah. Our own. But um, I can remember, you know, kind of channeling my grandmother who's from uh, Calabria in, near, near Naples, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My grandmother's from there too. Right. And yeah. I think that, I think that Neapolitan pizza just kind of spread from, from Naples into the uh, surrounding regions, you know. Yeah, and yeah. The, I think the people of Calabria made, basically essentially make Neapolitan pizza. Would you agree? It's all over Italy. It's all over Italy yeah, because yeah, you can yeah. use Neapolitan pizza or the regular pizza. Right. So 
We right. all love Napolitan because it's thinner kind of type. And and Tony, again, I think a whole other story we could uh, uh, show. We could talk about how um, the Neapolitans actually inspired the New Yorkers to create New York. Oh, that's good. Well, that's we'll, a whole, we'll, whole topic. We'll, that we'll do that. Today. We'll do that next time. But we can talk about wood fired and coal fired. So, so, did you grow up here in the Northwest? Where, where did you grow up? Yeah, I did. I my my, my um, great grandparents came through Ellis Island, but then worked their way. They heard that there was work on the on the West Coast and ended up in canneries and other things on the West Coast. So yeah, I, I, yeah. But I grew up here. I'm fourth generation uh, Seattle. My great grandparents, Philomena and uh, Pietro, uh, were the first ones to come here. That's fantastic. Okay, so now let's talk so, about Tutabella. Yeah. How so, did you get um, Tutabella started? Yeah, so I was going to say I was channeling my grandmother who all the time when we were growing up, she, she would talk to us about the pizza that we'd go out to eat, you know, the American yeah, pizza. Yeah. And she'd say to us, you guys have no idea what real pizza is. You've got to have the pizza of my homeland. And, you know, we just never made it back to Italy until um, I op- was getting ready to open my own, my own uh, restaurant. And I Googled, you know, I wanted to open a pizzeria because of, the, of my heritage. Yeah. And I Googled um, – the, the origin of pizza and it turns out it was naples and like 300 years ago right the, sure yeah the moment that tomato first hit bread in italy was, was in naples in in a, in a wood fired in a wood fired oven and so i knew that in the back of my head my grandmother always said that and i was intrigued by it but my business mind told me that the most popular foods in america are burgers and pizza and i thought well if i can if i can do pizza and I can honor my grandmother's wishes of opening something from her homeland, and I can execute really well, my chances of success might be higher because, you know, restaurants have a high failure rate. Yeah, sure, so, yeah. Uh, I, I thought I wanted to do the very best pizza I could in the world, and that turns out that that pizza comes from Naples. And so I, I went back to Naples. I actually started my training in Los Angeles because the uh, the Varashi Pizza Napolitana Association has right. an office in Los Angeles, who's sure. which is run by a Neapolitan. His name is Pepe Mele. And I went down and trained with him, and I said, Pepe, there's just something missing. I need to feel like I need to be in Italy. So he wrote, because I don't speak Italian, so he wrote a, a letter in Italian. And I went from L.A., didn't even come back home. I, took a, I bought a one-way ticket. <laughs> Seriously. I, don't, I was crazy at the time. And, and um, he wrote a, a letter in Italian that I brought to a, um, a, a famous master pizza maker, uh, Antonio Pace. If you haven't look, heard about him, he's really the person behind Neapolitan Pizza Certification. Gotcha, and I gotcha. went to his pizzeria um, right there in the uh, Centro Storico and um, with this uh, letter in Italian. <laughs> and he, he let me he let me learn pizza, and I worked there for a few. Actually, I worked there for about two weeks, and then we couldn't communicate. So he sent me to another pizzeria friend of his um, that was on the um, the main drag in in, um, in in Naples, and I learned. So I learned in two different pizzerias, and I, I live. And up- you know what I love about your story? You know what I love about your story? Yep. Now, I think as I shared with you, I am the CEO of a couple different companies, yep. and my whole way of doing business is hands-on. And what's cool about what your story is, is that you're a CEO who actually is hands-on. You know, you've trained, you know how to make the pizza. So it's not just like you're running the business part of the business, but you also know the heart and soul of the business, which is making the pizza, which I respect greatly. And you took the time to really learn that. Now, how did you meet well, Marco? Well, for the first six months, Tony, I, I made every pizza. I insisted on making every pizza in the restaurant myself. That is fantastic. And where, where just before I get into Marco, where was your first restaurant at? 
It's in the Columbia City neighborhood of Seattle, which we affectionately call Garlic Gulch. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Italian immigrants. And you're right there next to the Columbia Theater, if I, if I That's recall. Right. That's right. the first place I ever had your pizza, because years ago I was doing a show there, and they say, you got to try this pizza next door. So there we are. Now, Marco, you're from Napoli, okay? You grew up in Napoli, so obviously you grew up, you know, around great pizza, and then you trained, obviously, to be a chef. How did you and Joe, how did you guys get to know each other? How did, what's that story of how you so, came to come uh, here to Seattle with Judah Bella? Yeah, Joe, take this one. I want to say, do you remember? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I do remember. Marco has an amazing chef background, dates even including Ilfer Nile. And we met at a Starbucks. But I'll... I'll let, I'll let, right. I'll let Marco tell you the story. Tell us, tell us the story, Marco. <laughs> okay. So I, um, I, I, I come to the United States and I did, I want just, just to give a little, little uh, couple of, uh, <clears throat> background here. Uh, on the 98, I come to the States. I wanted to experiment new things. So here I am. I tried to, uh, learn a different language, learn a different culture. I landed first in Washington, DC. I worked there for five years and then, uh, I moved uh, to the to the West Coast. California was first, and then up to the Pacific Northwest. And uh, I started to work with Il Fornaio back in California. Now, when I came up here, I was pretty much, you know, done with that with, with that uh, part of my life. I said, I think I want to uh, venture something else. And then there was uh, this pizzeria that was close by where I used to. Uh, live in Newcastle, it was a, there is a qualification. And yeah. then I, 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 we went with the family and then we had this pizza and then said, wow. So, wow. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> a pretty good compliment <laughs> coming from a, a chef from Naples, isn't it? That, 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 wow. That's kind of like a, a super, and then I started to do all my little research. I get into, in touch with the director of operation at that time and then say, okay, we're just going to meet a, uh, up here, we did a little phone interview at that time. He was getting married, so off we go. We take a couple of uh, uh, weeks, almost a month break in between, and then I just kept going out. And then I, I show up uh, to the Starbucks. It was up uh, north a little bit, and then uh, I, I see, I, I see this, the, I see Joe walking in, in, into the uh, into the Starbucks, and then uh, I'm asking, oh, that's. That's a coincidence. <laughs> right, Nothing in life is a coincidence, my friend. I was not supposed to interview him. Our director of operations was, and I decided to just show up. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I, I think that we start to talk about food. We start to talk about culture. And uh, I can tell you that it, it went smooth. At the end of the meeting, I hugged Joe. Yeah, oh, I sure. because I say no question. You, you, you just, I mean, this is just not. I, I was coming from a very uh, profit, uh, uh, run your restaurant, run your business with a profit. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's how we do it. That's how America is. That's how you got to do it. And then you come across Joe, and he has this vision of uh, of the love and the passion, the culture, and the community. And then I got, it is, it felt so good that really, at the end, there wasn't no handshake. I agree. You know, yeah, I agree. I'm right. right here. And then I hugged him. And because it yeah. was, uh, it, well, that's it, a it great, was, that's a great. And I remember no, the we first both time, knew that was it. That the was first it. time I met you, Marco, was actually in 
your Bellevue location. You okay. had a, I, yeah, I, I don't know if it's still there, but you had a store by Overlake, right? In Bellevue? Yes. yes. Uh, it's on, uh, Crossroads. Crossroads. That's Crossroads. right. Crossroads. Yes. That's where it was. And I remember we met there and that's fantastic. What, that's a great story. Wonderful story. And you know, the interesting thing, like we had said, uh, during the break is UNESCO has obviously recognized the pizza from Naples as, you know, being a, a, a cultural historical symbol of Italy. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's like yeah. certified now, but to the Bellas, six, thousand miles away has got also that now certification yep. from from naples you know there that you guys have the authentic pizza that is really something yeah, yeah i don't know many places that have that no and, and unesco we all think of unesco we think of the pyramids of egypt we think of the world heritage sites right unesco yeah 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 but what people don't know is that unesco also certifies as these certain cultural events and one of them is neapolitan pizza making yeah and we happen to be a member of the um, the Veracci uh, Pizza Napolitana Association, which is the organization that certifies pizzerias. So even though we're 6,000 miles away, we are like, we are so in touch with Naples. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and the culture. And, 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 you know, Neapolitan pizza is not just a food. It's a way of life. Right? Yes, yes. Well, you say it's a combination of love a combination of knowing how it's supposed to be made and making it properly and taking that time to know that. And, you know, obviously those things combined with your support of the community, the community recognizes that and they support your business and it's just fantastic. Now, how many locations do you have right now? You're in and around primarily the Pacific Northwest, right? Marco, do you want to answer that? I, I mean, I feel that I've been doing all the talking here. <laughs> so, so how many locations does Tudabellas have? So we have five brick and mortars. We have two what are called grocerants. They're, they're restaurants inside grocery stores. Kind okay. Of like okay. And then and a food truck, which is an amazing. Oh, um, I love your food truck. You saw the oh my food God. truck, right, Tony? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a shipping container with an Italian wood-fired oven inside the ship. And you have container. the glass front so that people can actually watch People making yeah. a pizza. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It really and is a, a Burkle, And a Burkle slicer for the pizza. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Just I know, say. right? Marcia. Now, who well, else does that on a food truck? Face Italiana, I think you saw four people hanging there by the glass, or five, because it was not an extra person, and keep ordering slices. We were like stalker. It was my family. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now and we've got about funny. 60 seconds to wrap this and then, up. And then and we're, I, in, we're in 50 grocery stores with our take, our grab-and-go. That's fantastic. So tell us in the, in the last minute here, what's next for Tuta Bell? I mean, you guys really are doing fantastic. What comes next? What's what's your your future plans? I think it's a combination of continuing to expand our brick and mortars, just slowly one. And we're not, we're not out to build an empire. We're just out to like build something fun and continue to kind of nourish people's lives and take care of our communities and our neighbors and our employees. So yeah, we'll grow yeah. that slowly. You know, we'll do one or two more of those um, in, in new markets. And then we'll continue to grow what we call our CPG, our consumer product goods line. We have uh, bottled to, um, p- uh, pasta sauces, uh, marinara and bolognese. We have canned tomatoes. We have grab-and-go salads, grab-and-go pizzas. And we just signed a lease on a 15,000-square-foot production facility in Soho. Wow. And, you know, Tony, a lot of people are leaving. They're, they're taking their businesses and they're leaving Seattle because of, you know, all the political issues. We're yeah, doubling yeah. down. We're going to hire, we're going to hire 175 people just in that one facility. 
That is fantastic. That is so fantastic. Well, I want to thank you both. Joe, I'm going to say Fugere, but no Fugere, okay? I love Joe, it. Joe, Marco Sorry. Noco for being guests here on the Italian radio show. We're definitely going to have to have you guys back. We're going to be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Mamma mia, tutta bella pizza. It's fantastic. Joe Fuggero, their owner, is here to tell us more. Yes, authentic pizza from Napoli with seven convenient locations across Puget Sound. Plus grab-and-go products at UFC Costco and Fred Meyer. That's right, Tony. Absolutely. From our kitchen to yours. Take and bake pizzas, fresh grab-and-go salads, tiramisu. And just this week, we've added two great new jarred sauces. Rustic marinara and traditional bolognese. Learn more today at tutabella.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. All right, Marcia, now it's time for our event calendar. 
uh, which we have, you know, a new event calendar here as we end at 2021, moving to 2022. Uh, first of all, let's tell people how they can submit events. You can right. go to our website. Just remember West Coast Italian Radio. Remember the acronym WCIR, and it's WCIR.biz. There's a contact button there. Hit our contact button. Send us uh, a contact and email about your event, okay? Now, on our main show here, we tend to only mention the, the, you know, the bigger events happening throughout the Western United States because there's so many events. Um, but we, we, we do have a wonderful event calendar up on the website where you put in all the events. So if you have a meeting of your local Italian club, uh, you have an Italian dinner, whatever, we'll get all the local events up on our website and then we'll select kind of the biggies here. They're going on, on in each year to tell you about on the show. So starting right into it, uh, here, we're going to hit mainly the big events of 2022 that are going to come up throughout the year. And then, you know, as we go along each month, we'll add some of the events coming up within the next 30, 60 days and we'll start doing that. So let's just talk about some of the major events coming up in 2022. First of all, in California. So California, of course, has a bunch of wonderful events. Los Angeles has the annual Italian festival every October. Italian food, music, wine gardens there, bocce ball, entertainment, everything you would expect of a great Italian festival. Sutter Creek is another place in uh, in California. They have a wonderful Italian picnic and parade each year. That takes place in June. By the way, the Los Angeles Festival takes place in October. Um, the San Diego Festival. Now, this is a great festival. I don't think they had it this last year because of the COVID, but it's the taste of Little Italy. And I understand it's like a Sicilian type of festival uh, hmm. because they have a big Sicilian population in San Diego. Right. It takes place every June, okay? Uh, in San Francisco, they have kind of a cool event called the Annual Festa della Madonna. It takes, takes place every September. It starts with a memorial mass followed by a, a fishing procession uh, from Pier 43 to the Golden Gate Bridge. So that's kind of a cool thing. It'd be kind of fun, fun to participate in that. We, we have to get around to some of these festivals. Maybe we'll get a ride in one of the boats there, right? Nice. Sacramento has a great Festa Italiana every August. It's actually voted as Northern California's Best Italian Festival. Monterey, we love our friends in Monterey. You used to live in Monterey, remember? Yes, me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great place, okay? Mm-hmm. Santa Rosalie Fisherman's Festival every September in downtown Monterey. Everything you would expect from an Italian festival, entertainment, raffles, bocce, Italian food, beer and wine, a great parade, everything there. Moving on up to San Jose, uh, they have a wonderful Italian family festival in August every year. Grass Valley uh, Western Park, it says Penn Valley, um, California, has another great festival. I'm not quite sure when that one is. And Redding, California, has Paisano Days every September. Now, moving around to other places on the western coast and the west throughout the western United States, since we are the West Coast Italian radio program, Oregon has their uh, wonderful Portland Festival. That takes place annually uh, in August. It's been on for a long time. Wonderful festival there. We don't know the exact date or location yet. They moved it to a separate place last year, uh, so uh, or a, a different place last year. So I'm not, I'm not sure where they're going to be putting it on. We'll get that information for you. Seattle, Washington, of course, 
has many wonderful Italian events throughout the year. The big one that's going to be coming up, it's every September, the last weekend of every September, is Italiana Seattle at Seattle Center. All kinds of wonderful Italian food things there, booths, uh, vendors, entertainment all weekend long. A lot of these great Italian entertainers, bocce, great Italian cars, and, of course, the world-famous Grape Stomp. So that's one that if you're in that area last week in September, you don't want to miss. And Texas, Texas, believe it or not, has many Italians throughout Texas. They have some wonderful festivals. They have the Dickinson Little Italy Italian Festival of Galveston. That's in March, March 19, 2022. Dallas has an Italian festival scheduled for April 9th, 2022. Uh, Houston has Taste of Little Italy. This is kind of cool. It's kind of one of their signature events there. It's considered actually one of the biggest Italian trade shows in the United States, attracting people from all over the world. And Austin has a wonderful Italian festival, March 5th. All these festivals, it looks like in Texas, you know, because of the climate being so hot during the summertime, they put a lot of these in the spring when it's cooler. So, you know, March, April. So check all of those out. And ditto uh, with Arizona. They have their Italian festival in uh, in February, February 16th, uh, and I'm uh, sorry, February 26th and 27th in Phoenix, then that's their Italian Festival of Arizona. Now, you know, Marcia, in addition to all of these wonderful festivals, we can't forget to tell people that they can listen to our show anytime they want. All of our shows, in fact, this show, when we're done with it today, goes right up in our archives. It's going to be available there forever for you to share with all your family and friends. And you can go to our archives and hear any of our shows from the past seven years um, right there. They're available. Please tell people all over the country and, and all over the world. We have listeners in, in other countries as well. So all you got to do is remember to go to our website, WCIR.biz, West Coast Italian Radio. Click the link there at the top of the page. It'll take you to our, our show page here at KMET with ABC. And uh, there's a link right there for our podcast. You can share it with all your friends. Also, our after-hours show, you do not want to miss the after-hours show. This is, of course, for ages 18 and only by subscription, by subscription only on our website. It's coming out uh, this month, and uh, this is where we really get into it. We tell you about every show's topics, but we're very graphic with how we feel, and we express our feelings, and we don't mince, mince words because we don't have the FCC breathing down our back, and I clean that up. So we have a lot of fun there, a lot of great guests, and a lot of topics. You're not going to want to miss that. It's a lot of fun. Each show is about 30 minutes long. You can watch it on a video so you actually see the lovely Marcia and the old guy here. And, uh, or you can listen to it on a podcast if you uh, are driving or just want to listen to a podcast for entertainment. And, of course, uh, remember, we have on our website a great, great international Italian business directory, the first ever international Italian business directory that we've started. We're adding businesses all the time. Uh, by the end of this year, we're going to practically have every business in the United States, every business in Italy is going to be in there. Businesses in different countries around the world, anything that's associated with Italians or, you know, uh, the Italian culture will be there. Uh, so make sure if you want to find, if you're somewhere in the world and you want to find an Italian business near you, go to our website, go to that directory. It's absolutely fantastic. If you have an Italian business, of course, 
We'll give you a listing for free. So there's our event calendar. What do you think, Marcia? Did you have fun today? I did. Great job, Tony. You're really great to explain everything. So, and I can't wait. We should go around those, you know, those festival. I can oh, the festival. We got to do that this year, folks. You are listening to West Coast Italian Radio, uh, and we're starting off 2022 with a bang here. So you're right here at KMET, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network down at Palm Springs, or listen to us all over the country, all over the world on our affiliate stations, or at our website by going to wcir.biz and clicking on the link. We'll see you next week for another great show. A salute! Ciao a tutti! While rain is falling, I cry with you. Ciao!